Howard Hings. This is Mark here, and welcome to the Clockwork Junkie podcast. This is episode 104. Uh, thank you to everyone who tuned in to Monday's uh, podcast that was in conjunction with our Glowing Family Resource Centre, and it was in aid of uh, Mental Health Awareness Week, which is all this week. Um, thank you for all the nice comments we got for that, um, and always remember to look after your mental health. Uh, on the show today, I have Emma Larkin Keys. Emma, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Eventually, I got you. On. <laughs> Emma is uh, yeah. Emma is uh, as of the 28th of February this year. She is a certified yoga teacher, um, and I wanted yeah. to get somebody on to talk about yoga because it's something that I don't don't know a whole lot about, but I know that it's very beneficial in so many ways. So I just thought Emma might be the perfect candidate to. Uh, answer some of the questions that I have. I also sent out uh, an email to people who I have an email list. If you want to be on it, just uh, email me on clockworkjunkiepodcast at gmail.com. And I ask people to um, ask some questions that they want to know about yoga. And I have them here for Emma as well. So we get going, I suppose. You ready? Yes, no pressure. No pressure. So (laughs) you're a certified yoga teacher now. It was done in... uh, I think it's uh, the hot yoga and Dundrum. How long did it take yeah. you to to become a certified instructor? Um, well, I started my course in August and we qualified then in February. So we had every oh, weekend. Okay. Yeah, every weekend we had two full days of training, all day Saturday, all day Sunday. Um so yeah, it was pretty intense, pretty full on. Then as part of the course, we had to obviously do our own study at home, do our own mm-hmm. practice at home. And we had to um, do our own teacher training. So, you know, yeah. we'd have to gather together a group of friends or family or whatever and have our own teaching practice right throughout the course. Um, but you, so yeah, uh, it, was pretty, it was full on. You're um, just uh, as this podcast goes on, I'd be putting on different videos of Emma doing uh, some of her yoga. It's actually it's it's incredible like you know it, it really really is and they like you weren't involved in yoga at any stage before that like like no. it, it like you're not like a 10-year pr- practitioner or something like like how no. when you started doing your your uh course like how did you find it like were you flexible were you able to, were you a complete beginner well i started yoga i started practicing yoga in march of last year when we went oh, into okay. lockdown basically. Um, I suppose in a sense, you could say I was forced. I know that sounds negative and I don't mean it in a negative way, but kind of forced into yoga. Um, I was always a very active person, um, always doing fitness classes. I would be out running. I went through a phase of cycling. um, And right before lockdown, I had been doing fitness classes in Monksland with King Fitness. I was doing them three evening or three mornings a week um and I was doing them I'd say for maybe coming up to four years definitely um really dedicated to that classes I'd attend every class I'd say out of those four years I probably missed you could count on one hand the number of classes I missed and then we went into lockdown and classes were over um so I just kind of obviously I wanted to keep up something doing something myself and I was looking up online I'm trying to think now yeah I was looking up online and I seen a girl on Instagram doing a headstand I was like okay I de- I'm gonna try that that's what oh, I you okay. know 
I'm I'm here practicing on my own. I don't have, you know, you're not feeding off the energy of a class or anything like that. So I was like, that's what I'll do. And nobody ever knew back then that we would still be in lockdown now right. a year yeah. on, you know. So I thought it'd be a few weeks. We'll be back to normal. This is what I'll do in the meantime. And um, so I started kind of teaching myself how to do headstands. And then through following people online, I just started um, seeing how they were doing these kind of flows, yoga flows. Mm. I never knew, Mark, what yoga was. I never even thought about it because, you know, as I said, I had other things going on in terms of my fitness and what I was doing. So I never I never knew what it was. And it was only through kind of looking at videos on Instagram that I got into it. And I just really, I don't know why, I just loved it. I loved that it was something completely different. Mm. Um, and you could either completely challenge yourself with it or you could just take it take it easy and easy have a own. nice, yeah, yeah. So that's how like, I got into it. You worked very fit, like for a long time, as you said, like you were doing classes, you never yeah. missed them. You were always at them and stuff like that, which yeah. is great. So yeah. then, as you said, you know, look, I understand when you say like you were forced into it, obviously it's not a bad thing, but like you, no. you kind of couldn't go to your classes and you decided to try this. But like you, you got very good for very quickly. Yeah, well, I don't know. Like, like, well, you did because you can see the progression of your fit of like, yeah, like you, you, you put up videos on Facebook and like from the first video you put up until the last one, you know, even the first one was good, but like it's like chalk and cheese. So you got, fir- you know, and it's yeah. to think that yeah. um, like you never really done yoga before that. You only start practicing because you've seen Instagram in March of last year and then you started a course yeah. in August and, and now you're fully qualified, albeit it was over the weekend. Like how many hours would that have been? It must have been a... Oh, we'd start like in the course, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so say we'd start at like 12 o'clock on a Saturday and we wouldn't finish then until maybe half six, seven o'clock in the evening. So it was a full day, oh. both Saturday and Sunday. Um, and that was every weekend. Um, so it was, it was full on, but it, mm. I loved it. Like I absolutely loved it. And the people, oh my God, the people that were on the course with me, like from every walk of life, you know, yeah. and... Like, I'll never forget that first day logging on and, you know, the way you have to do your introductions. And, oh, God. Yeah, and everyone was there and introducing themselves. And, you know, they were all like, oh, yeah, I've been practicing yoga for six years. I've been practicing mm-hmm. yoga for 10 years. And I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to tell them that I've only been practicing yoga since <laughs> March? But then there was one other guy on the course, Owen, um, a young guy, only in his t- mid-20s, I think, um, a real lads lad like plays football GAA for his county and the whole lot and um he just wanted to like myself just wanted to kind of explore the whole practice of yoga and um he was the same he had only started practicing yoga from March from lockdown so I kind of didn't feel too bad bad. you kind of weren't on your own no no but that was my own feeling you know that like in terms of the group themselves they were so welcoming so supportive like it didn't cost them a thought that yeah. you know that i had only started practicing it was your own personal hang up type thing it was my own yeah, yeah. no yeah. but look if look if if it was me and i was sitting down and everyone was saying oh, i'm at it for 15 years i'd be going oh jesus as well very sam um yeah. yeah did you find the when you were doing the course um obviously you said it was very full-on did you find it hard physically? Like obviously mentally, I'm going to assume you found it hard because there was a lot of information to take in. So I won't yeah. hold you with that question. But did you find it physically hard being as fit as you are? Yeah, no. And it's what, like, yes, I was fit starting yoga. But 
Mark, I swear to God, when I started yoga, I felt like a 90 year old because I was fit, but I was so <laughs> honestly, I was so stiff. I wasn't at all flexible, like even to touch my toes, I was struggling, you know? Yeah. Um, so in terms of, did I find it challenging? Yes, I found it um, challenging in the kind of the mobility and flexibility yeah. side of it. The strength side of it, I was okay. Like I would get into a, a headstand quicker than I would downward dog, you know, that sort of way. Mm. Um, that's where I struggle. I struggled with my flexibility. Um, so yeah, it was definitely for me. We mm. all, you know, in terms of the group that was on the course, we all had our strengths and then we all had areas where we, where it was a not a struggle, but it was more of a challenge, yeah. you know, and the flexibility side for me was definitely more of a challenge. So although I was fit, I wasn't that flexible. Yeah, and I think it's like, it's an important kind of, um, it's important to point out that, that you weren't doing it too long beforehand. And the reason I think that's important is like, I mean, for instance, there's a lot of professional footballers that play football all of their life. And when they get to maybe 30, 31, they start doing yoga to help them prolong their career. Yeah. And it does. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like there's so many people doing yoga all around the world. Um, mm -hmm. And like there's, you hear people talking about so much benefits. It's unbelievable. And one of the important things about the benefits is that it doesn't really seem to matter what age you start at. Like, I mean, yeah. if, if you were, 64 or 74 you could still get up and do the you know and and, and yeah is is that because of what you said earlier on that um you kind of get out of what you put into it so like yeah say like if if a 70 year old and a, and a 30 year old was doing it like they'd be doing the same moves but they wouldn't be doing it with the same intensity mm -hmm. but it would even yeah. like loosen up someone that was 60 or 70 years of age that's crazy oh, absolutely yeah absolutely like we were having or just, you know, when I was doing the course and I was in my parents' house and we were just having a bit of crack, you know, messing around myself and my brother and my dad. And we were chatting about downward dog, you know, and everyone, when they try to do downward dog, the thing is they want to get their heels touching the ground, you know, where that really isn't a big deal, you know. But anyway, um, and, you know, I was saying to my brother, you know, try it there. And like that, my brother couldn't get his heels down mm. onto the ground. You'd want to see my dad doing it. He was brilliant. He was well <laughs> able to get his heels. Yeah, <laughs> he was well able, you know. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, in terms of, say, me starting yoga and then a 70-year-old, it's totally what you put into it. And with yoga, um, you know, like it's consistency. If you're consistent with your practice, yoga doesn't have to be like crazy headstands or the splits or anything like that. If you just got up out of your bed every morning and sat on the ground and literally moved your spine or like that, you know, that's movement, you know, and that's what yeah. yoga is. It's, it's movement. And I remember doing my course and, you know, our teacher used to say a lot, um, what was it? move it or lose it, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, your bodies are made to be moved, you know? And that's that's what yoga is, regardless of what age you are. It doesn't matter about age. And that's what I love about yoga. It's, for me, I feel it's an all-rounder. You know, you can, as I said, you can challenge yourself or you can just use it to create movement in your body, to increase your mobility, your flexibility. Your practice is your own. And mm -hmm. I could start practicing yoga and have <clears throat> a certain goal or a certain, 
you know, a certain plan for my own practice. You could start yoga and have a completely different goal and a completely different plan for your practice. And both are fine. Do you know say what I mean? If it's you're fit, say, like you're, uh, uh, say you're someone who's um, generally fit. Yeah. Um, and they start yoga. Like, is it true that like it could be as hard to do as a workout depending on what you put into it? So yeah. like, if yeah. just say you go for a 10K run, for example. And then on the second day, then you might do yoga for an hour. Yeah. I've, I've, I've read that that's nearly as good as a 10K run in, in, yeah. in, well, in terms of the fitness for your body. Like, Yeah, like, yeah. So they're both great in different ways. You know, um, like with yoga, you are constantly, you're... That's a cat. <laughs> that's a cat. Seriously, that's a cat. Um, yeah, with yoga... You know, as I said, there's different types of yoga then for a start. So, you know, what I studied in was vinyasa flow. And then I've also studied studied in yin yoga. So both of those practices, although they are both yoga, would have very different benefits. You're focusing on very different areas. You know, with vinyasa, you would focus a lot on the muscle and strength. Whereas, whereas with yin yoga, you're focusing more on mobility and flexibility. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. they're both yoga, but they're both focusing on very different, different aspects, different parts of the body, and you know. Well, I suppose things. now, now is a good time to bring up that uh, Emma does online classes, and she does them on a Thursday, on a Tuesday, and a Thursday. Both of them are at eight pm. Mm-hmm. The Tuesday yeah. one is the Vinyasa flow, and the Thursday yeah. one is the Yin yoga. So. Mm-hmm. Is it a case that you can only do one or the other, or could you do both, for example? You can do both, I'm no, sure. You, Why not? Yeah, you can do both, or you can, you know, I'm only starting out, Mark, so I'm not going to say that you have to do both, or you have to, you know, mm. look, you can try out one, see how you get on, or whatever, do both, do one, whatever. Yeah. Like, the two of them are very different classes, that's what I would say. Like, the Tuesday night is more, as I said, we're focusing on strength, balance, muscle, it's more of a flow class. So it would be a faster paced okay. um, class. Whereas the yin yoga, we are focusing on mobility, flexibility. You're literally, with yin yoga, you're literally taking a pose and holding it for maybe three minutes. So you literally just take your pose and you're holding it for three minutes. And by doing that, you're working into the fascia and um, yeah, creating more flexibility and mobility. Um, and so they're two very different, different classes. But beginners could do both of them both yeah 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 like I offer the way I'm going to teach the class is because I myself got into yoga as I said through doing headstands so me personally I like to challenge myself with it but not everybody does so the way I would like to kind of sequence my class and flow my class is that I will offer those challenging poses for anybody who wants to take them as an option it's only an option you don't have to take it but then i'll give modifications for anybody who just wants a more gentler practice and they're not interested yeah um and you can that's you can do that with yoga you know that's what i love as well you can do that you can have one class that that will suit all levels it's like uh, someone starts and says okay i'm going to do the modified ones for a while and to do them and for a couple of weeks and all of a sudden then you know what this week i'm going to try the harder one you know yeah yeah you might get it straight away but eventually you'll get it and you'll do well but um yeah and by starting off with those you know with the a more modified practice you're you're even like it's amazing you're even going to build up your own self-confidence 
to have the the confidence to do that that more challenging pose you know um and that's what it's about it's just about kind of getting rid of that fear that we all hold on to you know yeah. and just saying yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna try this you and know? so question when uh say if someone's going to do one of your classes so obviously at the moment it's it's true zoom that's where everything is so mm-hmm. what is it just a case of uh, dming you and getting a link and then yeah and how, how much space do you need in your house just say you're doing it in your room or a hallway or how much space would you need on average you don't yeah no you need okay. enough space that you can put a mat down on the floor that's okay. exactly how much space you need you don't need a lot of space at all you don't need equipment you don't need anything like that you just need a mat and some water um but no you don't need a lot of space as i said just just that you can put your mat on the floor that's it yeah that kind of thing will suit an awful lot of people like there's so many people like i've been injured for the last uh six months and i have a question for you about that later on but i've been injured for the last six months but had i not have been i would have been out walking and you know punching punch bags and so it's stuff that i enjoy doing yeah but i would have got bored of that very quickly you know and you yeah. know it's yoga is probably something that it it'll be different. It's something different to try. And if you try anything and you start getting stronger or you start getting more flexible, you're going to keep doing it, which obviously you yeah. keep doing. It and here you are as a certified instructor now. Um, I have a few little questions here, if you don't mind, just to run past you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, oh yeah, the one of the number one questions I got was like, I'd, I'd love to do yoga, but I'm not flexible. Now, I'd, I'd hold my hand up. That would be me as well. I am yeah. the most unflexible person in the whole world. I think if I bent down to touch my toes, I'd pull my two hamstrings, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what I feel like. So can you talk a small bit about that? Like, obviously, you, you know, you'll be flexible in time, but mm. is it okay if you're not flexible at all whatsoever? Yeah. If you're like stiff as a bone. Yeah. yeah, sure. As I, that was me. That I was fit, I was strong, but I had no flexibility. And that yeah. was probably from years of ignoring um, that type of work I suppose with my body um you don't have to be flexible look we all we all have to start somewhere you know you're not going to just rock up to a yoga class and be amazing you know you're not going to do that in anything you're doing you know um you have to start from somewhere and like I see you see I suppose the fact that I'm doing this now you know yourself you'd be following other people and other teachers and all that sort of thing and it's amazing Mark to see other teachers who you know have students in their class come to their class who literally cannot touch their toes like they can literally get their hands to their knees and that's it and then to see their progression now when I'm talking about progression you're talking like the guts of a year possibly you know Mm -hmm. so it takes time and but to see their progression over that time it's amazing you know but I think Mm -hmm. with yoga or with anything like that to do with flexibility that's people need to be patient you know you can't rush those type of things you can't all of a sudden just like that do the splits or you know do a forward fold which is touching your toes you have to be patient you have to you have to give your body time and you have to be consistent with it you know like I remember when I first started and uh, like there's some poses you wouldn't know them now, but say there's a pose, it's called lizard pose. It's like a high lunge. And then you take yourself down onto your forearms. Oh, like I couldn't even, 
like I couldn't even get close to it and I remember thinking to myself how like I'm never going to be able to do this like it's just I'm not going to be able to do it and um it's just amazing like you just keep practicing and you know every so often you could see oh I'm I'm getting a little bit further today I, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't go this far you know two weeks ago um but I think that's just it I think you just have to be patient with it and it it takes time and it is yeah. you know everything it's, worthwhile it's just, it takes time you know you can't it do does. it does now, I'm, I'm after thinking of a little thing there while you were talking, I thought, um, you know, like just say you're on the Zoom and you're doing the class and I don't know, just say there's 10 of us, for an example, I'm just trying to figure yeah. out the year. So there's nine people and just say someone mm -hmm. like me, for instance, you know, and like, can everybody see each other? Oh, well, that's entirely up to yourself. Like, you can okay. have your camera. But you don't look don't... over and see nine people doing a handstand. No. You're like, it's going, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you know I mean? no, no, no. Yeah, no. Well, I always, firstly, I always tell everybody to to spotlight me so they can only see me because there's no point having nine people on a screen because then you're not going to be able to see what I'm doing. So that's what I'd, all, I'd always encourage people to spotlight me. But if somebody wants to have their camera turned off, that's absolutely fine. I'd never put anybody under pressure to to have their camera on but i think mm. most people would have me kind of spot spotlighted yeah. so well, that you're to, not going to see you're right else. to kind of see what you're doing is a stupid question i actually never yeah. thought of that how do you want to have everyone small and then you in the corner yeah oh. yeah exactly uh, exactly so question you know. but i yeah want, not want, going, want, want. no i just wanted to get back to that when you were saying about the flexibility and i was saying you know yeah. it takes time and i think that's you know, it's just a typical sign of the world we're living in today. Like everything has to be done yesterday. Yeah. You know, everything is so fast paced now and people don't have a minute to, you know, to kind of take the time to work on whatever it is they're working on. And yeah, just getting back to that with, with yoga, if you're not flexible, you can get there. You just need to be patient mm. and take the time. That's all. I agree with you a hundred percent on that. Like that's, <clears throat> that's actually a very important thing you said there like you know you're right everybody wants something yesterday and they want yeah. it twice it, it like yeah. ev everything takes time i can only talk about this podcast here like when i started it, i was on my phone hello this is mark into an app yeah. and i i never thought yeah. at any stage i'd have a podcast like this with whatever many thousand viewers there is yeah it takes ages it takes yeah. ages and to be honest if i if it had been this from the very start i probably would have being uh, scared, you know, the, mm. you know, with the only different people listening from all around the world and all that. But it takes yeah. so much time to do anything right. But you're right; people need to take time for themselves. Yeah. You know, even if just said, "Look, right, well, you have two classes, for example. So, okay, I, I'm going to do them two classes, and that's my yeah. hour or hour and a half. But how long is a class? Yeah. Sorry, I never asked you that. Well, it's like I'd always say, look, allow yourself ninety minutes. Now, sometimes they can run over, like with the yoga class. It's not, we're not just getting straight into, you know, practicing yoga. So I'll start, you know, I kind of start off the class with some breath work and just kind of taking a moment to kind of forget about your day and just arrive in your practice, you know, yeah, kind of yeah. shake off the day and get into the present moment. Um, I know that sounds really cliche, but um, no, no, yeah, just to kind of. If you if were talking to me three years ago, I would have said that was cliche. It absolutely is not cliche. It's 100%. Yeah. You have to shake off the day. You're yeah. walking around with a million things in your head, a million things on your mind. Yeah. You're, you're, you're like you're just buzzing with ideas, and not yet. And if you're going to start doing something that's your time for yourself, you absolutely have to shake off yeah. the day, take a few breaths, and relax. And the reason I know that is I do it all the time. I do it all yeah. the time. Uh, yeah. 
It's not wishy-washy. It's 100%. You need to calm mm. down, relax yourself. I know there I could have a mad busy day and I'd be kind of hyped up, you know. Can I just go in, yeah. sit down, relax, take a few breaths, chill out? Yeah. Maybe now have yeah. a cup of tea with my thing, you know, relax and maybe sit yeah. on the wall. Yeah. But no, that's, that is what 100%. I have a question here for you now. Two yeah. questions mm-hmm. on the same thing, really, to be honest. But look, will people lose weight from doing yoga? Um, again, that's, look, that's kind of <clears throat> down to your own personal journey and and what your plans are with your practice. Like, obviously, if that's your plan, that you want to lose weight, obviously, there's a lot of things you need to take into account, you know, um, like I'm not even going to delve down the road. I'm not a nutritionist or anything like that. But oh, look, loads of aspects are going to come into account. You'll need to look at your diet. You'll need to look at, you know, um, your other types of exercise like yoga. I would always say to anybody, practice yoga if that's what you want to do. But even I myself, get out for your walk as well mm. or whatever. Go for your run or whatever the case may be. Whatever you, whatever works for you. Yeah. Um, and that would be the same for anyone wanting to lose weight. Like yoga solely on its own to lose weight. I I wouldn't recommend that to anybody, to be honest. Um, because, yeah, like there's lots of other things. If, if that's your goal... Yeah. You have to do it in that a healthy sense. way, and yeah. yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it as a sole kind I'm of. I'm just picturing somebody sitting at home weight. now and watching this podcast and saying, oh, "I would could do it losing a few pounds, and I want to start doing my diet right and everything okay." And yeah, uh, but I don't want to go to a gym and I don't like going out walking and all that. Maybe I'll do it, but it certainly won't hinder them. You know, they're doing all these poses. It you won't. want to strengthen yourself and flexible. You know, yeah, it won't. Yeah. And Mark, like, there's anybody like I again like I've seen so many different people doing yoga you know all shapes and sizes all, all shapes all sizes all ages both male both fe- you know female um but yoga for me again look it's down to each individual but for me there's so much more to yoga than just using it as a singular practice you know like as I said I will start my class off with with breath work um and that's in every yoga you know you it's your pranayama it's your breath work um and then you you know you'll work into your 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 practice your yoga practice and then you'll finish off with your shavasana which is your meditation or your body scan so there's so much more to it you know it's not just uh yeah you know it's it's not it's not just a singular that makes sense and like well look i'll put it this way to you if you if you are overweight you can still do yoga. It, it wouldn't oh, stop absolutely. you. Like, I was going to be doing a headstand for a while, but I mean, it, it can still... Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like, again, as I said, I've seen people all shapes, sizes, ages. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, absolutely you can do yoga. It doesn't matter. That has no... It, that has absolutely no effect on your yoga practice. Okay. None whatsoever. Like, again, I think a lot of it can be down to... I don't know, like, is it genetics or whatever but like mark me and you could sit on a mat and you could be 10 times more flexible than i am do you know what i mean mm. like it's that has nothing to do with with whether you can do yoga or not you know okay. you can well, do yeah. any you can Depends. absolutely anybody can do yoga and um, it doesn't matter what size you are you can absolutely do yoga i just don't i don't think i'd recommend it as a weight loss program yeah. solely 
you know, I would recommend to include it as part of a plan, you know, put together a plan as in your daily walk, you're eating healthy. Yes. And include your yoga in that. Um, But as a soul practice for for weight loss. No, no, but I don't think, I don't think you'd recommend anything solely for weight loss. You know, you'd always change it up and do different things. Yeah. But what that yeah. leads me very well onto the next question now. So uh, we'll assume that everyone can do yoga. It doesn't matter of age, height, size, irrelevant. Yeah. Um, we discussed that anyone can do it and they're all at different uh, different levels and your classes mm-hmm. actually allow for that, which is a great idea, by the way. Yeah. Um, and that it's, it's going to strengthen your, you know, it'll strengthen you up. You'll have great flexibility. And I know like mm-hmm. pro- professional people doing it, do it left, right and center. So we've all that established yeah. now. So that's, as far as I'm concerned with yoga, that's half it covered. We have all the answers that yeah. we need there for someone that doesn't know about it, like me. Yeah. The, the second part of it then is the psychological side of it, mm-hmm. whereby yeah. I've never met someone who does yoga for years who gets stressed out for some reason. They always <laughs> seem to be calm. Do you know what I mean? Uh, now, present company excluded. I want to ask them, like, they, they, they always yeah. seem to be kind of, kind of calm people, calm individuals, kind of composed. They seem to be able to chill out. Um, you were saying about the the breeding at the start and kind of um yeah uh, look I can't remember the names but the breeding at the start shaking off the day mm. and then the bit of kind of mm. meditation and stuff like that um, like I know meditation like I it's something that I could never do I've tried it so many times but yeah I've, I've I've never read anywhere anyone who has any um credibility about meditation saying anything other than it's a fantastic thing to do mm. um and in yogi you you kind of do some of that stuff as well and so how do you think it works like do you think people who do yoga can be more centered as a person? Less like, you know, just, I'm just asking your opinion. Like, you know, you're doing yoga for four or five years. Could you be more centered as a person? Cause it, it, it seems to be the case. Um, I know like professional sports people that I've seen and they get to a certain age and they all start doing it. Yeah. And they even their demeanor changes. They just seem more, I don't know what the word is more chilled out or something. Yeah. Yeah. Is that right no. or wrong? Or is that something that I'm making up in my head? No, you're not making it up. No, you're not making it. Absolutely, you're not. But, um, and yes, I do agree with you. Um, like if you are delving deep into your yoga practice, okay? So as I said before, you can practice yoga for many different reasons. You can literally just practice practice yoga for the physical sense. But if you're delving deep into your yoga practice, um, you know, there's lots of different um different things that that say you can take yoga off your mat so take it into your lifestyle and um, so there's like the eight limbs of yoga so the eight limbs of yoga are like your yamas your niyamas your asana practice so your yamas and niyamas there's five yamas five niyamas they are like 10 laws that you live by okay and um, then you have your asana practice which is your yoga practice you have your pranayama, which is your breath work. You have uh, pratyahara, which is cutting off the senses. I won't go through them all, but basically in terms of, oh, people who practice yoga don't get stressed. Come on, they do get stressed. We all get stressed. We're human. Um, I don't think there's anybody in this world who can say, I live in a total state of Zen 24 seven for the rest of my life, that's it really you know i think that that kind of trying to present that way of living can nearly 
have negative effects on people because it it makes other people think, oh, why am I getting stressed? You know, I should not be getting stressed. Everybody gets stressed. We're human. That's we're not robots. Um, the only thing is when you practice yoga, you learn about all of these little different tips and techniques that if you start to feel stressed, if you start to feel overwhelmed, if you start to feel anxious, you have all of these little tips and techniques that you can catch that straight away and you have these techniques to work on. So it's not that you don't get stressed, mm. you do get stressed because you're human, but you can manage it. You have techniques that you can yeah. manage your stress. I can um, imagine doing stretches and doing uh, getting stronger. And as you mentioned earlier on, getting you know more confidence in yourself. And then mm-hmm. you're kind of, uh, you know, you're doing these classes the whole time and you're always getting these positive messages of, you know, these are the right things to do. These are the wrong things to do. And just in, in general, like, and then you're kind of taking time to yourself. You're, you're, you're breathing properly. You're letting yourself go. Like there's, that can only have benefits. Yeah, no. absolutely. I seen a thing there before that there was some. Uh, and look, you, I don't, don't know who the famous yoga people are, but there's one fella. He's extremely famous for yoga, and uh, he's trying to get it put into schools in in the states as mandatory. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a good idea, yeah. isn't it? It is a good idea, definitely. Um, and I know my daughter in was it junior infants or senior infants they used to do like little mindfulness and meditation classes every morning um which was fantastic you know and I loved that because I think absolutely children should learn that from from a young age um like if I was to go back to say before I started practicing yoga like say maybe go back three years um and naturally enough as I said we all get stressed and anybody who tells you they don't get stressed I'm sorry really would you believe uh, I don't know if I would believe somebody who who told me they never get stressed in their whole entire lives you know that's that's not realistic um but if you told if you said to me three years ago like my job I would work in a fairly stressful environment as in we have constant deadlines weekly deadlines we have targets it's a busy environment not unfortunately not so much now at the moment with everywhere closed but in general it's a busy environment if you told me three years ago, okay, you're feeling stressed, just take a breath, you know, sit down, just breathe deeply for a couple of seconds. I would have thought, oh, come on, seriously. But it's only when you're actually practicing yoga and particularly when you're practicing yin yoga, because as I said, you're holding a pose for three minutes. So you could be in a really challenging pose and you could feel like your body, your you're feeling kind of um, not so much pain, but you start to feel tension and um, like sensations in your body. And your mind straight away will tell you, pull out of this, pull out of this pose. It doesn't feel good, you know? And what, what I always encourage people to do in a class is take an inhale and on the exhale, just feel your body relax into the, into the pose and physically like taking aside the emotional or the the mental aspect of it physically you will feel your body relax you know whatever tension you know if if it's in your leg or if it's in your hips or your shoulders wherever you're feeling tension if you take that inhale and on the exhale you will physically feel your body relax Mm -hmm. so that's the same if you're having a stressful you know emotionally if you're having a stressful day 
and you're feeling overwhelmed, especially now, you know, all of this yeah. going on, you know, if you literally just sit down and take a breath, you'll be so surprised, like so surprised at the effect it has on your body. And there's so many different types of breath work. Like it's not just breath work to relax you. Like there's um, Kapalabhati breath work, which will fire you up. Like if you're feeling tired and kind of lethargic, you do this type of breath work and it'll mm. get the energy going in your body. So there's loads of different types and they all have different effects and different benefits. Um, but even like, I don't know if you follow Wim Hof, like he's amazing. You know, have you ever heard of him? Oh my God, look him up. He's amazing. He's into Wim um, Wim Hof. Wim, yeah, Wim Hof. So he's big into kind of um, cold water therapy. So he'll do all the ice baths and, um, you know, but he's like, he will say the same, like breath work, even for that is key, you know? So it's, yeah, it's just, I don't, getting back to your question, me personally, look, everybody will have different views and everyone is entitled to their view on it. I personally don't believe that anybody could live in a permanent state of Zen. Yeah, well, I don't I think that's not realistic. In, not in a permanent state, but in, um, like you were talking about breathing there and yeah. like the, the different ways that you breathe and it can do different things to you. And like, I, I know personally for a fact for that to, to be correct because mm-hmm. I've done it. Yeah. Like obviously, like I've I've had depression for years and I'm okay now, but there was loads of times when I was really, really bad. And yeah, only thing that got me out of the situation was breathing. So there was, there was sometimes I was really, really low and I had to do something. And yeah. I'd have to fire myself up. And there was times yeah. where I was really sore or stressed and I'd have to like I didn't know the names of any breathing, you know what I mean? But I was just yeah. I had to learn how to do them. Mm-hmm. They're brilliant. Yeah. They're absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Oh, They're so yeah. important, it's unbelievable. And you yeah. said that three years ago, if someone had said to you, listen, Emma, sit down there and relax and breathe, you would have started laughing at them. Yeah. So would have I done the first. Yeah. I would have said, you cop onto yourself. I know. Um, yeah. But I was wrong. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I was like, spectacularly wrong. Yeah. Like I definitely, me, and I suppose it's just my personality type, I would be very much so, I'm always go, 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 go. Like literally from the minute I wake up, it's everything is, okay, quickly, have to get this done. Quick, 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 you know come down in the morning, get a workout done, get my yoga practice. Well, not, this was before I started practicing yoga. Get my workout done, get the kids ready for school, drop them out to school, straight into work, home from work, collect the, you know, it was constant state of go, go, go. Whereas, and I think everyone's life is like that. That's unfortunately the way life is gone. Nothing is simple anymore. Everything is fast paced, not complicated, but you know, it's, the world is changing. So I just think, like even you were saying there about meditation and you love meditation. Like I had a guy who came to my yoga class and he would have, I know for a fact, he would have practiced um, meditation quite a lot. And it was his first time to do a yoga class. And he was messaging me after the yoga class. And he said um, he loved it because he finds it quite hard to sit in meditation Okay. because like that he's a very active person he'd always be on the go and he just finds it hard to sit in meditation and I know a lot of people do I love meditation and I can sit there quite naturally and meditate I love it but I know a lot of people find it hard to sit in meditation whereas he found by practicing yoga you are you are definitely in somewhat of a state of meditation but you're moving 
So because he was moving while I suppose you could say meditating, he found it um, easier. He just found it easier and he said it had a, more of an effect on him. Um, so that was good to hear, you know. Yeah. Um, and you see, with yoga as well, it's all about your breath. You're moving with your breath. You know, you mm. take an inhale, you're moving on the inhale, you're moving on the exit. Everything is done with your breath. And that's what I found, like you were saying there about the poses and how, say, I'd be good at that. That was another thing that I, I really kind of found challenging was moving with my breath. I was like, how can, how can you move with your breath? I just don't get this, you know? So that was kind of another very challenging side for yeah. me. But, the, um, um, like I obviously on this podcast, I talk an awful lot about mental health and, uh, you know, and, and I have people on talking about mental health and then I have people on who aren't talking about mental health, but there's always the narrative of mental health going through it. Like I think that, yeah. um, I think that if I had done yoga, when I was really bad with depression, that it would have helped me no end. Mm -hmm. It really yeah. would have. And I'm sorry that I didn't do it, you know? Yeah. Um, but like, you know, that's people listen to this. who there's a lot of people listening to this who struggled the whole time with, with mental health to listen yeah. to the podcast religiously. And thank you very much for doing that. But that's why I, I wanted to get someone on and I'm glad Emma came on to talk about yoga because I, I genuinely think, um, Obviously, the, any kind of exercise is good for you. We all know that. Um, yoga, particularly, is great for flexibility and for strength. And the older we get, the more we, unfortunately, the older we get, the more we need that. Um, and you can yeah. start at, at any age. But I think there's a huge psychological part to yoga. I honestly do. I, 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 I think that it's all like that you, um, that it can help you in the mind so much. Like if, if, it definitely can, yeah. If, if you're taking, as you said, 90 minutes, twice a week that are yours like, yeah. like like that's me time this is what mm -hmm. i do for myself uh rather than you know having a cigarette and a can of beer maybe do this you know and you, you yeah you might be shy at it this week and next week you might be shy in two weeks time you might get a little bit better but eventually you'll get good and yeah you know like it's but it's, it's not um, even it's not even about um it's not even about whether you're good or not it re and that's what i love about it there is it there's no right or wrong with yoga. Like obviously in terms of your poses, there are, you know, certain techniques or whatever, but it's not about whether, oh, look at her on that mat. She's amazing. I'm not good. It's about, it's so much deeper than that. Do you know mm. what I mean? It's, yeah. it's really about just taking that time. As I said, shaking off your day, just connecting with your breath. I know this sounds, crazy but until you actually sit down and do it like just taking the time to shake off your day just connect with your breath and just move with your breath like it's it's really so much more than <clears throat> what you look like doing it or is she great he's great I'm not great it's not about that and until you actually really connect with the practice that's when you'll figure out what it's all about you know and I'm not going to sit here and say yoga is for everybody because it's not you know it's about finding what's what's good for you you know yeah. uh, yoga I love it I have connected with it you know but my neighbor might not you know yeah. but my neighbor might connect with something completely different and have the same effect you know so what I love for about me, Emma is um what I love about it is uh, what like what you're saying is like 
and we'll exclude their pauses because obviously they have to be done correctly and over time they yeah. will be but uh, yeah. there kind of is no wrong way so whatever way you do it if you feel uh, energised and rejuvenated afterwards you're mm-hmm. doing it right uh, essentially yeah. it's what you could yeah. what you could have. I have a question here and yeah. I'd probably get killed if I don't ask well I, I have two questions uh, left that I've, I have time to ask you um, eating before class is that yeah is uh is is there is there like a, a two hour thing or a three hour thing or is that nonsense? I I'd always wait about an hour. Um, I'd say I'd eat maybe an hour before I practice. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Now again, look, Mark. Everyone's different. Do you know yeah. what I mean? For me personally, um, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't eat and then practice straight away because, you know, even if you are doing a fairly gentle practice, you know, even downward dog, like you're you know, you're kind of moving in different ways. So yeah, I definitely, I wouldn't, wouldn't. I wouldn't eat. I'd wait about an hour after eating before I yeah. practice. Then the next, but I, go on, yeah. go on, sorry. No, I'm just saying like, I practice early morning, so I'd never. You wouldn't have eaten you know, anyways. I'd, no, but even um, for evening classes, say, because yeah, my classes would, are that, in the evening. That's what I meant, Jennifer. Yeah, like, yeah, if, if, if you're going off and work at half eight or at half six and you're starting, maybe eat afterwards. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. For instance, exactly. you don't have a big spaghetti bolognese and then start, Turn yourself no. into a pretzel. <laughs> no. It really look no. Well. Um, no. Well, just have something light. Have you're something hungry, light, you know? yeah. Like a yeah. Coors Light. Yeah. Um, <laughs> injuries. If yeah. you have an injury... Now, obviously, look, you, you, I, I'm not expecting you to give a definitive answer on this because I know the answer myself. If you have an injury, no. Yeah. Consult with your doctor. But yeah. like, if you have an injury, mm-hmm. you can probably still do some of the yoga. Like say for instance, yeah. if 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 somebody has an injury, like I have a sore back, for instance, mm-hmm. and it's been sore for the last six months. Yeah. And well, I know I could do some of the poses in well, not yeah. well, but I know I could do some of the poses mm-hmm. in yoga, and they probably might help my back and some of them that I couldn't do. Yeah. So it it, it probably wouldn't be a thing to stop you doing yoga. Like for instance, if you had a, a bad wrist or a sprained wrist, you could mm-hmm. still do all the other stuff. Yeah. So yeah. is it- no, I would say if you have any sort of an injury at all, always consult. Yeah. As you said, well, consult your doctor, but always let the, the yoga instructor know before the class. Um, just let him or her know what the injuries are, because um, yeah, absolutely, you can you can still do yoga. It's just obviously there might be poses that need to be modified to suit your injury. So always just let your instructor know before you start the class, and that way the instructor can. And that's only for your sake, you know. It's not it's not for the instructor's sake or anything yeah. like that. But you obviously don't want to have to sit on the mat doing nothing, you know, mm. thinking, oh, I can't do that now because of my back. I know I definitely can't do that. So I'll just sit here. You know, yeah. you still want to benefit from the practice. Of course you do, yeah. So just let your instructor know, and then your instructor can modify certain poses or exclude certain poses, um, you mm-hmm. know, and in- include different ones that would suit your it's injury. It's good that, like, you, you know, you can do the... I wouldn't let the, it hold you back. The hard poses, and then you can modify the poses, and then if you have an injury, yeah. it, it, it sounds very, very... Um, very accommodating. Uh, the last yeah. question, really, I have is, what about... Mm-hmm. Um, if you're pregnant or if you're just after having a child, obviously if you're after having a child, it takes a while, but I mean, yeah. what way does it work doing yoga classes? Can you do yoga class when you're pregnant? Surely you can. You can, like there's specific pregnancy yoga classes out there. Um, I haven't trained in pregnancy yoga, but okay. there's, 
there's definitely pregnancy classes out there, like even say in terms of the yin yoga class that I do, um, it would be very beneficial. Like, to be honest with you, I'm actually, now that I'm doing yoga, um, it's kind of something when I look back and think when I was pregnant, I should have done it when I was pregnant. Um, but absolutely, yes, you can do yoga. And even as I said, the yin yoga class um, would be very beneficial um, for pregnant, pregnant girls. Um, but yes, absolutely, you can do yoga. Obviously, there are a lot of poses that you wouldn't be doing if you're pregnant. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of poses that would be very beneficial to you if you're pregnant. Um, in terms of only after having a baby, you obviously have to be checked by your doctor and given the okay yeah, yeah. from your doctor to start back. And again, you would be taking it very easy. Absolutely, you can, you know, you once you've been given the go-ahead by your doctor, you can do it, do but just... Yeah, but just take it easy. You know, it's yoga is very much so. And I particularly, we delved deeper into it when I was studying the yin yoga um, course. It's very much so kind of stripping, strip, stripping it back and really connecting in with your own body. Mm. And, you know, like this is what I do as well at the start of my class. I'd always say, you know, just, you know, just kind of connect with your body and, bring your awareness to your physical body. Are you feeling any pain, any tension? And just acknowledge that, you know, and it's just about using, I think now as well, you know, people have lost their own sense of intuition and connecting with themselves. We've lost it, you know, we're, everything now is online. Everything is, you know, we've just lost, I think our own intuition. Yeah, I agree 100% with yoga, that. I agree 100%. Yeah. That's yeah. I take time of every day for myself. Every yeah. day. It's a, yeah. it's like it's um it's just as important as anything else. As yeah. anything. That's yeah. like, you know, I, I said it in the podcast loads of times. Someone could ring me and say, Can you give me I said I can't do anything. I, I'm flat out here. What are you doing? I'm relaxing. It's time I yeah. put into the day for me. And it's so important. Yeah. It's it's just so so important. It's unbelievable. So the good news is I've no more questions. <laughs> <laughs> so um look thanks for coming on the show i i am look i i am i have a cheek telling people to do yoga because i don't do it myself um it's always something that i really really you know it's it's, it's like meditation it's something that i i thought about doing for a very very long time but I, I think unfortunately i'm at that age now where i'm not as supple as i once was and it's something that i think that i'm going to have to do um and like emma i hope i end up enjoying it and getting um a lot of benefits out of it um I'm not a qualified doctor, but I'm sorry when I had depression that I didn't do yoga. I'm very sorry I didn't do it because um, a lot of the breathing techniques and stuff like that, um, I probably learned over about five years my, myself, whereas I could have learned in a couple of months, you know, if I had mm. well, I went to someone who knew what they were talking about. Um, yeah. I would say you, your class, Emma, is uh, two tuesday and thursday it's online and it's on yeah. it's on 8 p.m and you can send you a message mm -hmm. on facebook is it yeah well yeah facebook or instagram or yeah yeah facebook and your instagram. handle on instagram is <clears throat> it's just emma larkin oh, what is it emma larkin i think all right. Yeah, and Emma Larkin on, on will find Facebook, me. It's the same. And um, Emma Larkin keys on Facebook. Yeah. Okay. I'm just that's saying. how bad I am. 
Like they can just, they with can just, online they can just send you a message and you can tell yeah. them when the classes are and how to log in and stuff like that um, yeah and they're all on zoom at the moment but hopefully fingers crossed yeah. we'll be able to get off zoom and into a venue somewhere as soon yeah. as possible are you taking new people in just as a matter of interest or are you yeah are you, yeah. yeah okay yeah yeah no i am definitely yeah. if you're anywhere else in the world looking at this look i'd say look don't listen to me or if you don't want to listen to emma look it up yourself see is there something you're interested yeah. in um, if you're local um, or if you're anywhere at all, if it's a thing that you might enjoy doing, there's Emma, full of enthusiasm, um, <laughs> and she could be the one to go to. So, look, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Thank you. you soon. Take it easy. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Hey, how are things? This is just a quick message to say thank you to everybody who has supported the podcast so far. If you would like to donate to the podcast, you can do so through PayPal. You can find us at paypal.me forward slash clockworkjunkie. That's paypal.me forward slash clockworkjunkie. Thank you.